<laughs> that was oh, my bad. Dude. I right when you started counting, I looked and realized <laughs> that I didn't change the title. You know what I'm saying? Oh, to the yeah. to the, to the woman's name um, for this episode. So I was like, oh no, and and you were already counting. So there's that. <laughs> it's all good. Word for me. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> oh oh man. man, what's up with you, man? Man, just trying to beat the heat, boy. Trying to beat the heat. <laughs> it's not a game, man. Hot. It's, it's not hot. a game. And like always, I feel say, like God. such a like. I feel like the older I get, the more of a baby I become. <laughs> oh. Like, don't you? Do you ever? Do you ever just have one of these hot days and you feel like you used to go out? Oh my god! And I was a catcher in little league. I, I so oh, I had to wear wow. all the gear right as a catcher, wow. which is which as a little league player is crazy because they you know they want you to be safe. So you got the full helmet yeah. and the whole you know you look like you're you know a tackling dummy or whatever. Yep. yep. And I swear it was 145 degrees outside when we used to go play our games every single week, dude. And today it's like what 114, and I walk outside. I'm like, oh no. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. And what then it I go is, back man. inside and have a headache for the rest of the day, dude. I don't know what it is. First of all, I had a headache all day, so you're accurate on that one. And the other thing is mm-hmm. um, heat and noise. Like, you're less tolerant of both of those things as you get older. I can't take, like, oh, noise yeah. for any... Uh, dude, <laughs> it's like no noise. I'm turning into that person. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Me, who used to yeah. beat up the block with, like, two 8-inch bass tubes <laughs> in the trunk. And, you know, a full-on rigged-up system that I hooked up system that I hooked up myself, and now I can't even I can't even tolerate no noise. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Le- was the leaf blower lady out there? Oh, man, yeah. Yeah, we got into it a little bit. Uh, not today. <laughs> oh we got God. into it a little bit yesterday. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, saga oh. continues, man. She's she's a trip. It's a, it's a bugged-out situation. You know what I'm saying? Wow. Yeah, I don't, I don't awesome. know. I don't know how to handle that. Like, hopefully, some viewers could actually give me some some tips on how to handle this situation because I've been <laughs> as pleasant as a human being can be about it, but it's it's ridiculous. You know what I'm saying? So it's crazy. Maybe you're just too sensitive. <laughs> maybe, maybe. Well, I mean, that was the the thing of my my Black Panther post. I guess apparently I'm. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Apparently, I'm like a little, little uh, too fragile. Uh, maybe a fragile. I, I mean, that was like the least of it. I was like a sellout to the community. I was like, damn, I'm talking about a movie. I'm talking about a movie. <laughs> Chill out. Like, you know what I'm saying? I love my people. <laughs> I don't have to, like, I don't know where this requirement came in where I have to, like, Killmonger to be, you know, a black man who cares for his community. Like, chill. I didn't like the character. It's all right. <laughs> well, I'm going to pay $30 just to watch Mulan and find something to argue with so that you can't comment. Oh, word. You'll be you'll be <laughs> the second person on this show to do that. We paid for it today. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. I know. I know. And and the, the thing is, I had this whole thing set up because they, they obviously, my, my youngest uh, mm-hmm. loves Mulan. You know what I'm saying? Oh, okay. Like, that's, you know, her favorite. Well, you know what? I don't know. She said her favorite princess was a different one. It's every day. Like, I guess, whatever. But she really has been watching, all, like, Mulan back to back to back to back. So, okay, uh, she's really excited about it. So, um, my wife wants to have this, like, movie night with the projector and whatever. So, I'm like, I, boom. 
surprise him with the movie projector, which is going to get here tomorrow. And, well, tomorrow as of the time of recording the show, and, like, boom, they could watch it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And the whole household acted like jerks today. I, if that projector <laughs> came in, I would have punted that joint into the street. <laughs> like, I was like, okay. See, this is what happens when you're nice to people. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh, man, I saw a review of it that was just punishing. Wow. But I don't know. But I, I think a lot of people like it. So who knows? I mean, it's, I don't know. It's not really for... Is it for adults? I guess it is, right? Like it's a... You know what I'm saying? I don't know. I mean, and my daughter doesn't care. So it's cool. Uh-huh. There's certain ones that she cares about and certain ones that she doesn't. And she's hilarious because there's the animated version for her and then the humans version. That's what she calls the live action one. <laughs> the humans so. version. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I... um. They watched, this is a lot of Disney going on on this show right now. They watched Lion King, the the live action Lion King or whatever. Oh, um, like, now listen, I told Omega this. So, you know, Omega, if you listen to this episode, I'm, I'm actually saying this out loud to the rest of the community too. Like, they like to talk through movies. Now, I'm not a movie person to begin with. You know what I'm saying? Which was actually going to be the opening question. Like, can you sit through a movie with your family? So I'm going to start now on my own. <laughs> like, I can't. Because okay. they like to talk through movies. And, mm-hmm. you know, ask each other questions about plots. That things that are happening in the plot that either are about to happen or, you know, it's unfolding. Like, there's no need to ask this question. It's actually happening already. Chill. Right? <laughs> and I'm already not a movie person. So when I do watch a movie, I, I kind of want to focus. I want to watch it. You know what I mean? Right. So, um, all that being said, they started watching Lion King, and I haven't seen either one. I haven't seen the cartoon, the animated version, or the uh, <laughs> the whatever version. So, I was like, you know, I'm gonna sit down and watch this with the family. You know what I mean? Yeah. Within like five minutes, I was like, Nah, mm-hmm. I'm not. I'm not gonna do. <laughs> you just walked out. Man, just got up and walked out. I was just was some, go do something else. <laughs> you know, dad stuff, man. I just like picked up something in the garage and started working on it. I'm mm. not doing this. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm done. Oh, boy. <laughs> so that's the opening question. Man. I, because I was bashed for my movie watching or lack thereof. I have not seen The Wiz yeah. nor The Wizard of Oz. Um, there are a lot of movies on the list that I haven't seen. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I I would assume so. <laughs> yeah, I just, I just I'm not a person that sits through movies. Can you sit through a movie with your with your family? Uh, it's hard. <laughs> it's not easy. Let me put it this way: they don't make it easier. <laughs> they do not make it easy. Like for today, so uh, wifey and I had already watched Black Panther quite a, a while ago. Mm-hmm. And she got it in her, her, her mind that, uh, you know, we should have the kid watch it with mm. us. We should all watch it together. Okay. <laughs> Which I already knew. I was like, are you, are you sure? <laughs> okay. Because she's very sensitive about what the kid sees, you know, and violence and all that stuff. I'm right. like, all right. <laughs> right. Yes. It's a little tough one right there. And we're yeah. watching it, and, and quickly she's like, oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> And I'm sitting there, and I'm listening to Spotify in the ear that's away from her. I'm just listening to new music in one ear. 
And meanwhile, and, and in the ear that's closer to her, she's she's talking through the entire film about the different aspects of the production and the set design and the commentary <laughs> and the history. It's all very valid. Right. You know. I'm sure it's for it like was, a yeah, interesting a as well. Bonus DVD feature. <laughs> but a during the movie feature? It slightly compromises the enjoyment level. Say <laughs> it. I'm saying. It. I'm saying it. I, I can't even <laughs> Oh boy. Yeah, every, every time. Oh, when it would get to be too much, I just point to the screen. They're doing more killing. Cover her eyes. <laughs> I'll like all right, our last one before we go to break. Like um my my daughter has gotten into my oldest daughter has gotten into Star Wars a little bit, right? So of course, I'm like, all right, cool. Well, this is cool. Like, this is kind of a bonding moment. I'm into it. Uh, probably a little too much now than I, I'm more now than I ever was actually. But, um, so I was like, all right, well, let's watch them in movie and show order, right? So we watched episode one, watched episode two, then we're going through Clone, Clone Wars in order. You know what I'm saying? So okay, if uh, if it's season one, episode seventeen. And the next one is season four, episode 15 in the actual order of the show. Then that's how we're watching it. Right. So, wow. Okay. Like actual order of events. So I, you know, we have, you know, you have, you, you look at your child and you talk to your child and you find these similarities between you and your child. And you're like, Ooh, I'm glad that she took that thing from me and not from her mother. Right. And vice versa. Like, I'm glad she's more like her mother on this thing. And, you know, mm-hmm. dad, what happens to this character? <sighs> We're watching the show. We're watching the show. You're going to find out. Like, just watch the show. But I want to know now. I'm like, oh, my God, your mother. You took this from your mother. This. <laughs> so now i look at her differently like she's you know like now she's tainted like oh man it's it's the bad model like now i gotta rely on the next one you know what i'm saying no i'm kidding but but yeah (laughs) i'm totally kidding i'm joking but yeah it's crazy (laughs) you are horrible very very much so so anyway this is why i don't watch movies and shows i'm just like movies with people i'm just like nah i'm cool it's all right. So there's that. That is your answer, folks. There it is. <laughs> Killmonger is not that's a hero. That's it. Not a hero. And it Boy, is, it's hot. Is absolutely. I cannot express to you because this, you might not hear this for a while. I cannot express to you how hot it is <laughs> right now. It's got to be. Yeah, well, we're going to get on to the other side, and, and I'll, I'm going to throw something out there that you said before we even recorded this episode. But let's okay. jump on to the other side. Kev, you ready? Yep. <laughs> All right, y'all. Let's go. Rap Sucks Radio. Blah, 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 blah. You alive on Rap Sucks Radio with your homeboy track life and your fam, Kev Sakota. Heat miser. <laughs> For real, good lord. 
real. It's not a game. That took a, that took a lot of energy just to yell, oh my God, I got a headache. Just <laughs> saying that in a moderately loud volume. Good Lord. Like heat headaches are happening for real. Um, thank y'all for listening. Uh, you can catch any of our past episodes on any of your favorite podcasting platforms, including iHeartRadio, actually. iHeartRadio is re-signed on. But I thought we were already on iHeart, but we got an email confirming we're on iHeart. So, yo, if you like so, iHeart so podcast hate. platform, <laughs> we're on. What'd you say? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> I, said, I said it's a love-hate relationship. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, boy. It is too hot for jokes. This is not going to be a good episode. It, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and yo, you can catch us. Uh, you can't catch us on Pandora, which is ridiculous. But hey, Pandora, we got y'all. We we've been we're in talks. <laughs> we might be in negotiations. We're, we're in talks. <laughs> Uh, with ourselves <laughs> with ourselves right but if you want to catch us on uh bt if you want to catch us on tv right you can catch a replay of this episode on btsm pass uh that is behind the scenes network download the apple channel on your roku your fire stick or your fire tv and go ahead and press play and we're right there in the front man we in there with a bunch of other actually really dope um you know podcast and things of that nature as well so dope content btsm pass behind the scenes network uh, Kev, I want to jump into this real quick before I, we get into the doing too much. <laughs> this is how okay. hot it is out there. <laughs> how hot? In a conversation about the show, prior conversation that we had this week, Kev was like, I'm not sure I even want to sit in this hot room and do this podcast on Saturday. <laughs> I, was, I was genuinely not sure. <laughs> he quit before we even recorded this episode. <laughs> So if he quits in the middle of this episode, just know he quit on like Thursday. You know what I'm saying? In fairness, in fairness to me, I feel that way just about every Thursday. <laughs> For a variety, a wide variety of reasons. This week, the reason happened to be suffocatingly extreme heat. 115 in the valley. 109 <laughs> like in West Covina. In Burbank, it was what? 111? 112? I, I think so, something like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. If I could get, if that's my yeah. my guess with the heat, I think it was record breaking for us out here. It's crazy. Mm. Um, it was like hundred and twenty degrees in Palm Springs. Man, yeah, <laughs> one twenty in Palm Springs. It was. It's actually supposed to hit one twenty tomorrow in in some valley areas or whatever. But oh my you know, god, your rap sucks. Radio weather report. Um, or yes. actually post weather report because by the time you hear this, <laughs> it'll be over. <laughs> Yo, it was hot, <laughs> right? We need that. Wait, <laughs> I'm not saying that on the air, but that is one of the funniest things of Family Guy. I can't, I can't, <laughs> but I can't, I can't do it. Um, yo, who is out here doing too much, Kev? Oh, you're you're gonna make me say it, huh? I'm make you say it, yeah, because you always do this to me, so it's on you. To <laughs> you're everybody's friend. Juliet Germanata. <laughs> the most who the hell is that name on the show almost ever. <laughs> uh, so look, uh, Juliet Germanata is doing too much. The title for this topic is Bearskin Rug Level Lying. Um, and you'll mm-hmm. see why in just a minute. Uh, a passenger in the car that drove through a crowd at the Daniel Prude protest in New York City is telling her side of the story. The source of this is the NBC New York, Channel 4. Channel 4, New York, get it in. Um, so 
just real quick, because <laughs> NBC New York is kind of full of themselves in this first line. NBC New York found the car that drove through a group of protesters in Times Square amid demonstrations over the death of a man who, suff- who suffocated after police in Rochester put a spit hood over his head this year. That man's name is Daniel Prude, by the way. Um, it was not clear how many people were in the Black Ford Taurus Friday. But when asked multiple times if they wished to address the incident less than 24 hours earlier, the driver didn't roll down the windows and didn't respond while driving on 42nd Street during the afternoon. A woman's voice could be heard in the car instructing not to speak with the media. Video posted on social media shows the sedan careening down West 46th Street, its horn blaring as demonstrators scrambled out of the way. No one appeared to be seriously injured. Police said that they specifically told the five counter but this is very important right here police also said they specifically told the five counter protesters inside the car to turn through the taxi well at the nearby marriott to avoid the protesters now mind you that's very important because part of the story is that the protesters like swarmed them and they were in it so you know they were already told by police how to avoid the situation but the car went straight through the crowd instead and an investigation is now ongoing all right so That's the beginning of the story, right? Uh, We don't Mm -hmm. know. The name of the driver has not been released. At least I wasn't able to find it. But a passenger in the vehicle, her name is Juliet Germanata, said that this is uh, Ron Paul levels. We had Ron Paul with the, uh, you know what I'm saying, with the the theatrics last episode. So (laughs) Juliet Germanata jumps in with her theatrics. My life. I saw my life flash in front of me. As she saw protesters <laughs> gather around the vehicle, she said the driver was a pro-police activist, but not part of the group, their group, and offered to drive them away because she says a mob was trying to attack them. Hmm. hmm. The protesters got on hmm. 46th Street. This is her. Um, and blocked us in. Started trying to open the car, hitting the car. The driver then drove through them to try to get us to safety. She had posted on her Instagram page a video showing her decked out in Keep America Great gear saying there was set to be a peaceful group of protesters coming out here. Germanata had previously clashed with Black Lives Matter protests, so she's had prior issues with Black Lives Matter protesters and has been taken into multiple into custody multiple times for dumping paint on the mural outside of Trump Tower. She said that the driver, quote unquote, saved our lives and that the police uh, interviewed all six people who were in the car and continued to investigate the incident. Earlier in the evening, I'm not done reading, police surrounded a small group of counter-protesters. This is the people that were in the car, ultimately, uh, wearing Keep America Great hats, and the groups exchanged heated words with the current oh, okay. protesters. One video on social media showed the police officers fanning out to keep those protesters away from Germanata's group as they got into the car. The video shows the car traveling down the one-way street towards the area where the demonstration is blocking the street. Okay, so there are pictures. Hopefully, we can post them. Um, hopefully, I can find this picture. But there's a picture that shows that the crosswalk was green right. and the light in mm-hmm. front of them was red. <laughs> so, right, crowding and blocking the street is is it's arguable. How are you supposed to cross the street? Is the question like where? When do you cross the street? Do you cross the street when it's red and you're not supposed to, or do you cross the street when it's green? So a picture shows the car. And the protesters with the light, with the crosswalk light being green and the light in front of the car being red. You know what I'm saying? Now, there's not any video to justify or verify or qualify Juliet's claim that the 
protesters were beating on her car. At least not to this, not to the date that this episode was recorded. But there is video mm-hmm. of them being counter protesters and antagonizing a group of protesters, which is actually their right. However, like the discussion about Ron Paul last week, hey, sometimes the other guy gets punched in the mouth. I I don't know if you can do that and find yourself in a safe situation at all times. You should be able to, but that's not generally the case. All right, that's my spiel. Kev, all yours. Yeah, I was a little confused at first. So this was this took place in in the city. In the city, yes. Um, as a response to what happened in Rochester. Correct. Which I didn't quite understand initially. Mm-hmm. And I had heard about this happening, but then uh, at the time I heard about it, they hadn't figured out who was in the car yet. So right. I guess they figured it out. Right. But, um, yeah, man, it, it's it's Manhattan. First of all, <laughs> you walk whenever you feel like walking. <laughs> Right. Especially in that part of town. I mean, you know, the only thing I will give her is that she was close enough to the theater district for the theatrics. <laughs> right. I mean, you know. But yeah. But um, good Lord. Yeah. And, and clearly the police, uh, the protest, it wasn't a pop up uh, protest for for, you know, on behalf of uh, the guy in Rochester. Yeah. The they police were, were there. They were trying to direct traffic. Right. Mm-hmm. And then these these geniuses show up with their keep america great hats and not that they should be victimized just for whatever they're wearing in any kind of particular violent way but um you know are you surprised that people maybe didn't like seeing you there with your with your trump stuff on play stupid games hey you know not that anybody should be victimized for what they're wearing Mm mm-hmm but uh, no one was going to kill you, and you almost killed. You could have definitely killed people. The thing, I, yeah, I. How many people were in the car? Five. She said six. Other oh, reports okay. were saying five. I don't know. I've seen six and five. If it was six, then they yeah. were. Is there a seatbelt law in New York? I was going to say that's that's about one clown short of a clown car. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say so. One person, at least in Cali, one person owes fifty dollars. Well, the driver does, right? <laughs> so I think they ticket the driver and the person without the seatbelt in Cali. I'm not sure, though. Somebody correct me on that. But um, so, yeah, if it was six people in the car, you was already taking an L. Like, you didn't have enough seatbelts. But, um, yeah, it was a planned protest. It wasn't, this wasn't like a pop-up. Like you said, it was right. planned. It was scheduled protest, uh, sanctioned and commissioned and agreed to by the city. Um, right. Look. I don't know what type of heroics people think that you should and should not have, right? This counter-protester game is pretty crazy. Uh, people are getting bolder and bolder. Uh, you know, Charlottesville, right? Or Charlotte, North Carolina. A few years back, you know, man drove his car straight into a group of protesters and killed a woman. Um, you have your, Oh, yeah, Charlotte, Charlottesville. Charlottesville. You have your, your, man, uh, your man Kyle Rittenhouse or whatever. Um. Yeah. Just a week ago or two weeks ago, the the thing here is, you're going out there to nullify these voices, and you're willing to kill people for it. Now, I've I've only named two incidents, but there have been multiple. There have been plenty of incidents where counter protesters have harmed, or you know, or protesters have harmed. 
of individuals. We have the Ron Paul incident we discussed last week where it looked like it could have gotten pretty dangerous. If And that's just me being fair. And I don't agree with anything Ron Paul has said about it. But I can't understand where that looked unsafe. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but in this case... Yeah different from last week is Ron Paul wasn't out there attempting to antagonize anybody and you were you know what I'm saying so what 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 was the expected result Kev what did you want from going out there to be an antagonist you know what I'm saying yeah I I have no idea that's the thing it's it's you know you want to bring <laughs> they always want to bring a gun to a, a, a not a fight you know it's not even <laughs> right. a fight right and by the way not for nothing, if the cops were telling you you should have gone through the, the taxi lane by the Marriott in order to avoid the protesters, if you would have just listened it to the cops and complied with their Thank instructions, you. Thank you. maybe you wouldn't find yourself in danger. It, right? I, that actually made me throw up in my mouth a little bit, it just did. to say that. It was gross. But it is true, in this case, you ended up putting other people in danger... <laughs> Because you decided to mess around. So when is that okay? That's 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 my whole that's one of my biggest issues in all this. Like, you know, the, the ability to pick and choose. Now we're doing it on this show tongue in cheek, you know what I'm saying? But mm-hmm. the reality is you wanted trouble. You know what I'm saying? You wanted trouble. People that are being pulled over by the police that are just minding their business is one thing, right? Minding my business, maybe you give me my speeding ticket and let me roll out. You know what I'm saying? Now I'm out the car and I'm getting shot because, you know, whatever you profiled or whatever your issue is as a police officer. I don't know. In this in in some of these cases, like, you know, Kyle Rittenhouse, whatever, and and Ju and Juliet's Germanate or whatever her name is, you're creating this situation. Like you're deliberately going in to create these situations, and then you are trying to make sure that you're vic- you're the victim of it like how are you a victim when you throw the first punch you know what i'm saying <laughs> i don't yeah. understand i don't understand the, the argument here you know what i mean you threw the first punch you were tripping people reacted to it and then you threw you, the first the victim. punch with a car it would be it, you it would be another thing if even if you just walked up you know trying to throw hands right and somebody got knocked out right someone's going to jail right right absolutely um, yeah and and whoever whoever ends up getting knocked out, you know, might have a little bit of pity for him, regardless of who it is. But you didn't do that. You, you wanted to run some people over, man. Get out of yeah. here. Yeah, I mean, the, cut the, it out. Yeah. <laughs> the dude, <laughs> the dude that was driving the car happened to be a sympathizer and was like, "Yo, you know, pulls up on the on the horse, like I'll get you out of here." And then like, I'm like, where did you come from? What? What? You know what I'm oh man. <laughs> I don't know. I you might need to do it. Whoever was driving needs to be locked up. Um, a person, a, a victim of the crime, or whatever, was crossing the street with his bike and got his bike run into multiple times. Like it was like the what are you doing? You know what I mean? Yeah. You were looking for trouble and found it, and you know, hopefully you you got to sit in jail for a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Ridiculous. Anyway. <laughs> Silly. Speaking of sitting in jail for a little bit, <laughs> <laughs> this week's, um, or the, you know, another Rap Sucks Radio edition of A Florida Man. You know what I mean? Hey. <laughs> hey. Florida. Right. What are you doing, Florida? I know. We haven't talked. We haven't, I know you had, you had some, you had some, 
weather <laughs> events. That's but true. that's not an excuse. No. You're not don't let these people catch up to you in New York or in DC or in Portland. You're Florida. <laughs> You're Florida. Get after it. Get after it. Do it right. You know what I'm saying? Uh-oh. How are you not on this show for like two weeks, Florida? <laughs> Where have you been? Come on! I think the last time Florida was on this show was when dude called Beyonce like an Italian woman, right? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, for not being on the show for a couple weeks, Florida does. When Florida gets in, they they get in. You know what I mean? <laughs> Florida does, yeah. When Florida makes contact, you know it's you know that that ball's going somewhere. It is right. Yeah. It's a complete foul ball, but it's it's into the deep rafters. Um, topic title. Shout out to Kev. This guy's got a set of power balls. <laughs> a Florida man tried to cash a thirty dollar lottery ticket from the same convenience store he stole it from. <laughs> Dog. That's that is how you do crime. Let me just explain to you. I watch I watch a lot of crime procedural TV programs. <laughs> All right. This is how you do crime. If you're gonna do it, do it like this. Do it. Do make contact. Be Florida. <laughs> Oh man. Repeat one more time what this guy did or why he got in trouble. This man tried to cash a $30 lottery ticket at the sa- from the same convenience store he stole that ticket from. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. I love this so much. Oh my god, this is what it, people are okay. Uh, this is sourced by the insider um Herman McClellan is the the player involved in this uh you know a Florida man uh-huh Florida police arrested a man this week for attempting to cash in a winning scratch off ticket at the same convenience store he stole it from <laughs> the Clearwater Police Department said <laughs> department said in uh, in an August 20th statement that the man was identified as 27 year old Herman Herbert McClellan according to the police Herbert he stole Thirteen scratch-off tickets from the Speedway convenience store, <laughs> and when he found out that one was the winner, he went back to that same store to cash it in. Store workers immediately <laughs> called the police. McClellan was arrested. The lottery ticket was oh. only worth thirty dollars. McClellan was charged with petty. <laughs> they have petite. Is that am I? Did I am I wrong about this? Is that what it says? I, maybe I'm. Maybe I just didn't know that it was spelled like that. Pe- petite theft. <laughs> Is that? That's a, that's that's some Florida. They, Florida has to create different levels of 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 criminality I'm, I'm than like, the rest of the nation. You know how you think like a, this. You know how there's like a, a word will sound the same but not be spelled the same as what you think. But I think yeah. it's petty theft. Okay, and <laughs> I would assume <laughs> and dealing and dealing is stolen property according to the statement. Right, and look, if I am wrong oh. about this one, I, I will gladly hold my own. But I didn't know <laughs> that legally it was spelled P E T I T. I might that might be it. That might be how it's spelled, and I just didn't know. This is my Donald Trump moment. Spe- very specific French crime. <laughs> <laughs> He's t- you think he grabbed they like he grabbed fourteen and then he threw one down because thirteen is his lucky number. 
I'm, I'm trying to figure out how you steal lottery tickets. Like, did he just grab the roll and start running? Oh, don't, 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 uh, don't hurt yourself trying to figure it out. <laughs> it's uh, this, this is Florida. <laughs> My man just grabbed the handful and just mashed out. <laughs> like, it's for all we know in Florida, they just keep the lottery tickets right out in front of the uh, the counter. It's like an honor system kind of deal. Uh, like, toilet yeah. paper rolls. <laughs> take a penny, leave a penny type. Like take a lottery ticket, leave a lottery ticket type joint. Oh, you! I wonder. I wonder how. God, I wish we had video of how hyped he was when he saw that he won thirty dollars. I'm saying no. Could he have cashed it in a different oh, place? They have to have footage. Do you think he walked back in with a big smile on his face? Not a petite smile. <laughs> A big smile. A grand smile. <laughs> a petite smile. <laughs> oh, man. I, you know what, man? I, I'm giving credit to the police on this work, but I'm not giving credit on the last statement. I, <laughs> I don't know why. I, I guess, man. You got to enjoy your job. The last quote from police is, it's safe to say, was not his lucky day. I'm like, dude, do you listen, Do you watch? You've got to watch better movies, man. you got to watch better movies. <laughs> Yo, can I, can I tell a quick story about that? Yo, Please. So, um, I'm, what about, about better movies you uh, haven't no, watched? Right? It, well, this is funny. <laughs> even funnier. Um, so, yo, we're in Germany. Me, me uh, was, I was on tour with uh, Diamond District, right? And uh, mm-hmm. we're at a club or whatever, and and apparently that club was letting underage people in. We didn't had no idea. We were backstage, which was like right across from the kitchen, which is even more of a funny joke. But you know, I mm-hmm. I don't smoke, and I doesn't smoke. You know what I'm saying? So we uh, some of the other fellas might blaze, but you couldn't blaze backstage anyway. You know what I'm saying? Uh, which is crazy, right? But you couldn't one way or the other. You couldn't. So. The German police bust into the into the joint. You know what I'm saying? And we're backstage. We have mm. no idea that the police are there. Like we don't even have a clue, you know? But they were there checking IDs and blah 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 blah. Right. So anyhow, me and I are backstage talking, laughing or whatever, and and um I I mean, I don't know, you might wanna we might bleep this out or whatever, but it it's part of the story, so <laughs> German police officer comes in, he points at us and he goes, Where is the shit? <laughs> we was like, What? <laughs> did you at first, did you think there was some sort of language barrier? <laughs> we didn't know what he was talking about at all. Like, <laughs> We had no clue why he was there or or whatever. And and the assumption that you know, looking back on it, like And why and why did the German police officer have a French accent? <laughs> that's a that's a that's a mystery as well. <laughs> all my accents sound like that. Like all accents are all horrible. Where is the shit? And everybody in Europe is Inspector Clouseau, or, or some form of Nigerian like accent. Like I don't know what accent that was, but it was so funny because we had no idea. But he was really, he really walked in like it, he was in a movie, and like we were gonna turn around and be like, "Oh my god, <laughs> Officer, you know, Vishen Hosen, here's the shit." Like 
like, dog, I, I don't know what you're talking about. I was like, nobody in here smokes. Oh. And, and once we realized, he was like, y'all don't smoke. But the other thing that now that I look back was like, you were there for underage people. You know what I'm saying? So mm. check our IDs, look around the room and find that nobody else is in the room and leave it alone. You know what I mean? But right. he was, he was going to bust us for the, the issue. Yeah, he, 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 didn't even, <laughs> he didn't even check our IDs. He was like, y'all old enough. Are you smoking? <laughs> it's like, nah. All right. <laughs> peace. Like, peace. Oh. <laughs> oh, man. That was a good yeah, story. Thank you. Thank you. That would make a good movie, too. <laughs> I don't know. I, I'm assuming police really get off on having great one-liners uh, that the last two that we stated were not great one-liners. They got to work on their one-liners. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, all right. Last topic, man. Oh. Your yep. topic title for this is, what about Lake Minnetonka, though? <laughs> all right. So I'm not going yeah, to I'm not going to read the, all of this because it's a it's a lot. Yo. Okay. Like, this is an <laughs> intricate story. <laughs> I kind of forget what happened here. <laughs> an unsanctioned nude beach in Minnesota has caused quite the hassle for cops and city officials. Uh, this is sourced by Vice. Whenever Vice writes an article, man, they, they are really detailed, which you got to appreciate. But it was like. Okay. Hard, hard hitting. <laughs> it's like, this is a lot for a lake. Uh, Theodore, the players involved, is, or the place involved, is Theodore Worth Regional Park in Golden Valley, Minnesota. And this is Mayor Shep Harris is involved in this. Um, so last month, the police in Golden Valley, uh, Minnesota, harassed a bunch of beachgoers for hanging out naked after flying a drone over the scene to see if they would spot some nudity. The incident happened on, on the beach. At you know Theodore Worth Regional Park, uh, locals, law enforcement, and the mm-hmm. mayor himself. <laughs> uh, everyone knows this as Bare Ass Beach. <laughs> it was about the people knew to be hidden enough that you could let some skin show. Oh, you could basically be naked. But the push for cracking down on nudity oh. on the beach came all the way from the top. <laughs> Cracking down. Nice. And the push. Um, <laughs> mayor sent an email to the city manager. He's like saying, I've got several complaints lately about the nudity at Bear Ass Beach. Uh, sounds like the patrols <laughs> need to be beefed up by either us or the police uh, by or, you know, by the park police. And he sent it. I don't know why they. This is like, this is the thing. <laughs> this is the level of he detail. Like, sent from his iPhone. Like, what? What? Why do I? Why does that matter? That, <laughs> who cares? What? Anyway. That's, that's product placement, man. Right? I was like, I'm reading it going. Vice is killing it. Sent from his eye for, for what? Anyway. Fernando <laughs> Police held city meetings, etc. to try to knock this down. Uh, but at the end of the day, this is something that they're having a lot of difficulty uh, knocking down or whatever. So... You know, they're flying drones over. Keeps coming up. Yeah. It's a lot. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, The whole, let me read the end. The whole mess shows the mayor trying to nudge the police department into taking action on something that was arguably not harming anyone else. All this stemming from people complaining to the authorities about their neighbors. It says boobs are safe for now on Bear Ass Beach, but the city did not respond to Motherboard, who, Motherboard's the, the, 
group, the entity that gained all the access to the information, requests for policies on the use of drones to spy on people, which is basically the point of Vice's article, which is why it was so detailed, but that's not the point of Rapsilex Radio. The point is, why? All around why? Why was this article so detailed? Why are you... <laughs> why are you bothered by this? Oh, there's so much why. Oh, Well, you know what? It's good to know that in a country that's as fraught as, as America, that Minneapolis... Law enforcement has enough time to worry about hey. this. You know, it must be very nice hey. there. I can't think of anything else that could possibly be worse yep. than some people letting their nuts hang <laughs> at the beach. Uh, we went from a set of power balls to... <laughs> <laughs> See? You had your segue there. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Nice setup. Speaking nice of. setup. <laughs> That's the post segue, just like the post weather report. <laughs> right, post segue, post weather report. We're <laughs> this is all ass backwards. The weather, the weather postcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, um, yeah. I mean, I don't know much about Minnesota. I guess it is summertime. Um, the only thing I've hmm. ever heard about Minnesota was uh, a couple of bartenders that worked that lived that were lived in california but were from minnesota talked a lot about ice fishing with their fathers so as i'm thinking about a lake in minnesota that's the first thing that comes to mind like yo obviously it's not yeah. winter so of course it makes you know sense. But that's actually the first i was like damn it had to be cold and i was like wait a minute it's this article oh. from july <laughs> so but everybody had their poll <laughs> All right, guys. Oh, did I mention it's? it's uh, I said that's our show. That is our show. We're, <laughs> we're done. Shout out, by the way, Kev. Shout out to my man Duke Westlake, yeah. winner of the Ski Beats Smack Pack battle. That was dope. Oh, yeah, word! Yeah, he took he took it, brought it back to the city. So, congrats to Duke Westlake. Oh. Um, the and shout to you know I, I think Bo is uh, promoting yes, that as well, yes, right? The yeah, homie Bo. Yeah, I saw yeah. Bo uh, in the, in the chat and uh, promoting it as well. Um, you can also tell that it's Bo's artwork. So yeah, good job Bo for the signature artwork. Uh, but yeah, yeah, congrats to uh, Duke Westlake, man. This is actually a dope battle. Uh, they were asking for suggestions. I suggest you take the battle to Twitch. But even then, people's sound issues are mm. you know based on what they what what equipment they're using for sound so you know yeah i wanted to check it out i, I saw i saw Bo's post but i hadn't dug into it anymore i did um i just wanted to see how they were were they they were doing it live they were they were doing it live yeah so um okay. you know somebody needed uh you know there were a couple a couple producers i mean all the beats were fresh all the producers were dope i'm sure the uh the judges had like a tough time because every beat was like ooh. Oh, like it was like nonstop, like whoa, this is crazy. But um, that's what's up. But at the end of the day, you know, for sound issues, not speaking to any of the specific uh, finalists, but even going back to the versus battles, like there, you you kind of have to walk through this and figure out what you're gonna do about your sound before you go live on anything. You know what I'm saying? 
because that's 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 mm-hmm. essential that's key you know what i mean um and some people are more prepared than others in, in with regards to that you know so good self focus right or a uh, uh, i rig um you know i there are plenty of youtube videos to help you <laughs> just, with the setup but it's pretty simple so yeah I just pictured my video and my sound glitching while we're talking right, about as this. Right, you're frozen again. Which like. would, that'd be pretty dope. Uh, right, or my mic, hey, or man. my mic's not on. Get it, get your, get your act together, there, pal. You're gonna, <laughs> you're gonna do it, do it right. <laughs> right, yeah. We've definitely. I've had two episodes where my mic isn't on. So listen, I'm not, I'm not judging anybody here. I'm just saying, you know, be prepared. Obviously. All right, y'all. Shout out to Ski too. The big OG. Yo, shout out to Ski. Ski Beats. Ski is working hard for the culture, man. Like working very hard for the culture. Definitely stays. And I like hard. this, man. I like I I like this is the Um, I know I said the show is over, but I want to spend one more quick minute on this. Uh versus and DJs on Twitch. Um the DJ community is really amazing to watch right now. Uh you know, beat battles online, like this has been the blessing of COVID. How people are are building, you know, online audiences, you know what I'm saying, and, and online performances. Mm-hmm. I really like this, and I hope it continues after COVID to where live shows are also streamed in a more efficient manner to where you can just log on and, and check things out on your own, you know what I'm saying? So, we'll see. Yeah, so we don't have to go out. Yeah, because I don't want to go nowhere no more. So, there's that. Too hot. Too hot. All right, y'all. Thank y'all for rocking with us, man. I am your homeboy, Track Life, and that is your fam, Kev Sakota. Yes, sir. Thank y'all for listening. If you want to catch any, if you want to catch past episodes, please check out rapsucksradio.com or any of your favorite pan- podcasting pla- blah 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 podcasting platforms <laughs> with the random exception of Pandora. If you want to see a repeat of a replay of this episode on TV, I'm gonna get on this TV, mama. You can check out BTSN Pass. That's behind the scenes network. Download the app or channel on your Roku or your Fire Stick or your Fire TV. Go ahead and click on that Apple channel, and boom, we right there. So, with all that being said, on the count of three, we say peace. One, two, three. Peace. Peace. All right, Kev. I think there's a mosquito in there. <laughs> Gets- I'm going to go drive a car through this dude <laughs> right, right now. All right. All right, baby. I got to go. <laughs>